0: In this episode, we wait until Stuart is out of the country before watching the movie about nubile sorority sisters. We discuss Sorority Row. And welcome to the Flop House. I'm Dan McCoy
1: I'm Elliot Kalin
0: I'm Eric Zuckerman Yes, uh, Z- Zuckerman Uh,
2: is that what I said? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I can't say it as well as you
1: I believe what you said was Zuckerman I'm pretty sure that's, that that's a bad
0: imitation I've here. been calling you Zuckerman all this time Zuckerman, but But you say Zuckerman Zuck- I say Zuckerman, yeah
1: oh. But Zuckerman is but acceptable But not okay. Zuckerman Zuckerman is the only one I don't like Superman
2: <laughs> No, I have been called
0: that
1: uh... But Suckerman
0: well, in inevitable <laughs> Flophouse fashion, we've alienated the audience right off Instant
1: the bat. Instant tangent. Just um, add Flophouse.
0: The point is, uh, before we got distracted, we were going to introduce <laughs> Eric, our guest, who is stepping in for Stuart, who is nude on the Mexican Riviera With his as lover. we speak. Yeah. I have no comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, And we we try to get
1: in... When you said nude on the Mexican Riviera, I had an image of Stuart in a backpack and pith helmet climbing nude up the side of a Mayan pyramid (laughs) and shouting down to somebody who's taking pictures of him at ground level. To
0: his uh, his lover.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so.
0: Who's getting a good uh, angle on his taint from down there. Wow. Anyway. Is that
2: what goes on in this show?
0: Uh, Well, sometimes. So, yeah, we tried to get the whole gang back together last week. Uh, but it didn't work out, uh, partly because I was having no surgery.: You
1: um, were having no surgery, then what's yeah, I the think problem? You need to enunciate better.
0: I was having nose surgery.
1: No surgery. Yeah, I mean everything's fine. A zero amount <laughs> no, of surgery. That
0: pun would work if surgery was actually a word.
1: But you, yeah, you had some uh, an operation done on your, on your nasal mm-hmm. area.
0: Do I sound different, listeners, write in and tell me. Whether the uh, resonance of my nasal cavity is changing my voice. Mm-hmm.
2: It does sound like your septum
0: is less deviated. Yeah, a little
1: bit mm-hmm. less deviant. Yeah. Deviant? It was living a de- <laughs> <Yeah>. deviant lifestyle <laughs> my before. My septum,
0: the, the, the pornography that my septum has been looking at recently has been very vanilla.
2: Wow. Good, good to know. <laughs> but, uh, Eric. Yes, sir. You
0: <laughs> are an actor.
2: I
1: am.
0: You have had... Um,
1: You've been in major motion pictures.
0: Speaking roles in Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds. I have. True. Baby Mama. That's another one. True. The Bounty Hunter
1: in theaters now. John
0: Adams. True. True. The the HBO series. The HBO miniseries. True. Can you do the line that you did in um, either John Adams or War of the Worlds? I'll leave it up to you. Um, Okay. Uh, Wow. That's,
2: you know, I mean, a lot of prep goes into the... (laughs) I don't – I honestly I, – I don't think I actually remember my uh, – the exact words of the War of the Worlds at the moment. You're playing the character who's listed in the credits as Doomsday Guy. That is correct. correct. Doomsday Guy. Uh, th- in John Adams, I played Thomas McCain, Senator –
1: or er, John McCain's father. Not. No. <laughs> John McCain's son? <laughs> well, John, John McCain's granddaughter.
2: <laughs> no. No. Uh, a representative from the great state of Delaware uh,
1: to the great. Continental Congress. I, I mean, it's a great state. Thank g- you.
3: G- uh,
1: so he's the Delaware representative to the Continental Congress. Yes,
2: one of the three, but yeah. Uh, and my line in that, uh, so I do answer Dan's question. I don't want to alienate him so early <laughs> in the show, uh, was leave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> But you said it was so much urgency. <laughs> yeah, there the was show. more urgency. But I'm not giving you the whole performance. It, in mean,
1: context, it was really a beautiful
0: moment. It well, was, yeah. Elliot tipped this already, but I wanted to ask. Um, oh. Now you're in the Bounty Hunter. I am. theaters now. I am. Starring Gerard Butler. As yes. Dog. Um, no, that's not, no. Now we have done... As Boba Fett? Two Gerard Butler films on the flop house. We did two actually in rapid succession. Yeah, uh, very just, close together. Just a couple months ago.
2: Was that obsession? Would you say?
0: Well, I well I want I want to turn that around on you and ask: Do you think that you're um, ruining your career by appearing <laughs> on our podcast?
1: <laughs> Have you made a powerful enemy?
2: Um, I don't. I don't think You've so. Woken a sleeping I, giant I, Eric. <laughs> named Gerard Butler. I don't. <laughs> I don't. He's um, got narcolepsy. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, no, I don't think. I I'd, hope not. On the I,
1: set, was it like hard to work with him because he was in the middle of so many anti-flop house tirades? I didn't actually come up. I have to say, like these kind of Christian Bale level just rants against the flop house. I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know.
2: Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think. I mean, I'm. I, I don't think you're on his radar. I'm sorry. Who did
1: you? whose radar are we on then
0: <laughs> you're, you're you're tuned into hollywood <laughs> all the hollywood players who's angry at us now uh well i i know that um
1: oh let's just say
0: <laughs>
2: i mean we've had oh, a long run we've on. had it
1: we've had a long-running feud with elias Codius, but you know
2: <laughs> well that perhaps it's because you're pronouncing his name wrong. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> listen he should get a real name they don't pronounce it right you hear that elias
3: so, uh, this is why we've had
1: a feud for a while. I with can understand Casey You're, Jones from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Movie.
0: So, for those <laughs> listeners who have seen uh, the Bounty Hunter in theaters now, uh, yeah, who do you play in that film?
2: Uh, I play I play a uh, a cop who gives some information to Gerard Butler towards the end of the movie. So I don't want to spoil it for whoever, uh, but. Uh, not that it's I could spoil it really,
1: but um. <laughs> that would happen well the minute they bought the ticket for the Bounty <laughs> Hunter. Whoa!
2: I didn't actually mean it in that context. <laughs> this is his, but this no, is that's his, not uh, bread wagon. That's, his that's meal not what his I was... bread wagon. <laughs> 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 Never his heard that before. <laughs> bu- that's because
1: it was meat. Listen, this is his meat bucket. We're talking about.
0: <laughs> you never heard it because that was me grasping for an idiomatic phrase that I did not have on the tip of my tongue. Uh, that was not
2: actually how I intended to say that, but... Uh, this is his milk sponge here. Yes, my... Wow. My Cracker Barrel, if you uh-huh. Delicious.
0: So, do you think that's a racist uh, slur against whites, by the way, the Cracker Barrel?
1: I don't think so, <laughs> okay. no. Anyway. Just a barrel full of crackers yeah. so... that you would have at a general store. <laughs> People, we didn't always live in a world of prepackaged crackers, Dan.
3: Okay.
1: Sometimes you had to scoop them up out of a barrel.
0: Um, so Gerard Butler seemed like a nice guy? He
2: did. I, it's funny. I, I actually, I in the movie, uh, I have a conversation with him over the phone. In reality, I did not, when I was shooting my scene, I had no contact with him at all. Okay. That's movie magic, everyone.
0: Hmm. Movies. Well, I just want—I just want to—I just want to say that I just wanted to ask the question because. Uh, but no, he did. I no I, personal hard feelings. No, Ill no, will no that we he bear seems against no, He seems fine. No, he seems like a
2: very nice,
1: charismatic guy. Yes, he,
0: he was great. I mean, he, I met him briefly, but and he just was fire agent. Is all we're saying. Or, uh, I... if you read your own scripts, get better taste. Wow.
2: Now that was directly to him because he's listening. <laughs> yeah,
0: it? he listens
1: every week going,
2: well, UGH! You, you were
0: telling us how he was so enraged earlier, so I assume that. <laughs> I'm pretty <he> was sure <laughs> that was you saying that and me saying so. no. Okay. But we could play it back. No. <laughs> okay. Too much work. You know what?
1: Let's look at the tape,
0: yeah. Um. So the point of or this not. long introduction is that we watched a film tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really? That was the point? Because <laughs> we were dancing around that point pretty well.
0: And, um, you know, I don't know if you're aware of the premise of the show, guys, but the premise is that we watch a movie that we assume to be bad.
1: But there, we hold out hope that it will be good. hold out hope
0: that it might be good. And then we discuss it. Round table afterwards. Okay. This table is a square. I can see you I, looking.
2: I, I, I wasn't going to say it. I didn't want to embarrass well, you. Well, the magic the of radio, the audience can yeah, imagine that it's round. Yeah, they were picturing it was round until yeah. you said it. I yeah. looked well, at it.
0: Well, we're seated in a semicircle.
1: You could say that I suppose. Next to a cliff <laughs> over a magical city. A kingdom of glittering castles and airships. It's a radio, they can know. It's yeah. not even radio, it's sure, podcast. You're, you're painting a picture. It's radio. You're of the future. Whoa. Speaking of which, yes, sir. robots all over the place. Audience can't see it. They're with us right now. Anyway, on this we cliff. watched a
0: film what was the point you were called making?
1: Sorority,
0: Row, sorority
1: Row, a remake Row. of
0: the 83 film The House on Sorority Row, which I think I may have watched, but immediately, like when I looked at it on uh, IMDb, I couldn't tell whether I'd seen it or not, because all of those early 80s sorority, sorority slashers me. are so interchangeable. But that, that one was a
1: remake yeah. of Catfish Row, right? <laughs> <laughs> Cannery Row? Cannery yeah. Row, that's what I meant.
2: That was a good one. I, think, I like
1: to think I'm that 20-some years from now, I will look back and wonder you whether or not I actually the... saw Sorority Row. Yeah. So, I am going to write – I keep a list of – each year I keep a list of the movies I see that year. I'm going to write down this one and I guarantee you next year when I look back on this list, I'll be like, what was that? Must have been a Flophouse <laughs> movie. I don't know. Yeah. Now, um, it's interesting
2: that they changed the title. I wonder if they – there's sort of like a, a double entendre, if you will. What, like uh, a row meaning an argument? Yeah, so, you know, the house <laughs> on Sorority Row is very clearly that. But, it, sorority is Row. That a
0: Row? Well, but it's the
2: same Listen, word. Yeah, okay. Sorority
1: Row sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, maybe it's, well, you think Sorority Row, there might have been a row boat in it, but oh. there's none. No, I guess, I
0: mean, as much as I scoff at your pun idea, it's the only <laughs> way that this title makes sense because like house on sorority row you're like okay there's a there's a there's a lane full of sorority right. houses and this is one of them but just sorority row
2: it sounds like it should say? take
1: place in more than one house but yeah, it doesn't yeah. and it does not
2: at all in no. fact there's not i don't even think we see another house in the movie no
1: we see the interior of
2: a therapist's modern that's true. house that's true and there's a restaurant somewhere that's really dimly lit
1: yes that a senator eats at <laughs> Okay, but let's <laughs> sorry. We getting ahead let's ahead of sort
0: of us? summarize the film. There's there's this group of sorority girls, the
1: Theta Pi girls,
0: seniors. Uh-huh.
1: There's the nice one. There's seniors at College State University. No,
0: no, no Let's first of all let's define them by oh, their okay. one trait. Well, oh, there's right.
1: the nerd Ellie.
0: Uh-huh. Played by Rumor Willis in her second uh, sorority house themed film after the House Bunny.
1: There's uh no um there's the bitch who's kind of the leader of the group Jessica. Mm-hmm. Right. There's Claire. She's Asian. Yeah. There's Chugs. Who right. is who we thought at first was named Juggs and then thought was named Chunks. <laughs> but she, she is the drunk who is also a slut. And then there's Cassidy, played right. by Step Up to the Street star Brianna Evigan. Evigan, and uh, she is the she becomes basically the the, right. the main character of the movie.
0: And there's also the soon to be dead uh, Megan, played by Audrina Partridge. Was that uh, who I was? guess oh, I so. I believe that. That's is what right. you told of us. TV's well. The Hills. A show that I have managed to avoid f- watching
1: entirely. It's weird because I've seen it a little bit of it, and it's like it's a series based on The Hills Have Eyes, right? <laughs> I think because it I think doesn't seem to be anything mean, like there that. There
0: are hideous mutants in
1: there it. There are, but they're not inbred hick murderers. They're no. just you know not like, hick anyway.
0: Yeah, their <laughs> mutations <laughs> appear to be all plastic surgery based. Right in
1: the chestal
3: region uh-huh.
1: and the facial region. Yeah, they're not cannibals per se.
0: <laughs> so the film. <laughs> per se, but in a larger
2: social sense.
1: In a, in a, yeah. Aren't we all cannibals?
0: <laughs> but um, So the film begins with them...
1: Uh, it's a big party at the sorority house. Yeah,
0: and the girls have gotten together to do a hilarious prank on one of their cheating boyfriends.
1: On, no, it's on... Yeah, 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 right. It's, it's, a, Megan,
0: it's Megan's cheating boyfriend.
1: Um, and who's also Chugs' brother.
3: Mm, right, Garrett.
0: Right. And uh, so uh, they have... Re- they have pretended to ha- ha- roofie this girl,
3: right? To have yes. him roofie They, him they roofie gave her.
1: They gave fake roofies to him to give to her so that they can teach him a lesson that involves her spitting up all over him and appearing to be sick and dying. Mm-hmm. Then,
0: Or just like basically dead, like she overdosed on roofies right? yeah. and they must dispose of the body.
1: Yeah, they're trying to play a trick on him to make him think that he's a murderer uh-huh uh this as sorority girls yeah that it they is do. funny it is funny thinking about it now and but unfortunately things go a little too far and he ends up shoving a tire iron through her chest and actually killing her mm-hmm. once they get to an old mining quarry that's been abandoned yeah true in and this so. co- in this college town at one point the college town's main industry was a quarry <laughs> <laughs> well that's true of bloomington indiana <laughs> oh really okay it's a fun fact about <laughs> Bloomington guys.
0: So they dump the body down, and um,
1: they dump it into a, into like a big
0: hole. Yeah, and uh, our
1: Cassidy is that her name? Yes, yeah.
0: our 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 nice girl. She wants to call the police, but everyone else worried about uh, their futures or being pressured into being worried about the futures by the uh, bitch.
1: Yeah, Jessica, the blonde one, who's the bitch. Spends roughly seventy-five minutes convincing police. them not to go to the police, but by
2: saying the same thing
1: over
0: and over
2: yes. and over again. Right.
1: This is a very talky, thirty uh, like forty uh, hour and forty-minute yeah, slasher movie. And they convince Cassidy of to
0: go along with this by saying that they'll all claim that she was at fault, right? if, yeah, the, if she does not. Jessica's
1: mm-hmm. point,
2: which which you know, there's there's merit to, I suppose, was that why should all of their lives be ruined? By one stupid thing that they did, which was
1: killing someone, merely because they took the life of a friend, (laughs) Uh (laughs) why should they have? Why should they be the ones to pay? What's fair about that?
3: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) more to the point, though, um, she would be more i think and in trouble being i think the mastermind of the uh, that's true the and race. also
1: the girlfriend of the son of a senator mm-hmm. who as he mentions there's rumors about him being a possible vp pick mm. and he has the bland looks for it yes yeah He he's like a movie senator yeah you know and so uh eight months pass and lo and behold a baby is born <laughs>
0: <laughs> and lo and behold Someone knows what they did last 8 months ago. Oh,
2: no. no, that's not a different movie.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. someone is final destinationing. That's not even I don't understand. <laughs> uh, the Rosemary's Ring. Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Someone is video Okay,
0: that they don't even get that reference, Elliot.
1: <laughs> uh, all right.
0: And lo and behold, um people basically just start getting picked off slasher movie style
1: by a killer using a, a tire, tire iron. iron! With knives on the ends. Mm-hmm. A yeah. pimped
0: out tire iron, is one of the characters says. Yes. yes. And he has several of them. <clears throat>
3: mm-hmm.
1: That's
0: yeah. A, he put a lot, there's a lot of, uh, you know, he, he invested a lot in those tire irons. Yeah, we yeah. watched it Time, on- Time,
2: money. We watched it on-, on Labor. Demand. we didn't have the DVD. I'd like to think that there was a an extra on the DVD <laughs> about the tire irons. I would hope so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I would want to see.
0: Constructing a killer's tool, it's called.
2: <laughs> oh, that sounds good. I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And uh, I don't know that there's actually much to say about the movie plot-wise, though, because as you would guess, people start getting picked off one by one. They get
1: picked off one by one. The sorority girls are really irritating. Cassidy is trying to get to the bottom of it Mm -hmm. um, while everything falls apart around her. Mm -hmm. Carrie Fisher is Mm -hmm. in it, we did not mention. Yes, She is the sorority house mother who shows up in about four scenes. Slash space princess. Slash space princess, yeah. And she had... There's some, like, we can get to it after the plot film, but there's some okay... Okay, kill scenes. There's yeah. a big sorority house party. Mm-hmm. A sorority um, house
0: massacre. Huh? There's a sorority house massacre. That's another sorority house movie. One of those.
2: Eric. Okay.
0: You don't need to lean in every time you have something to say. I
1: set the levels. Right. No, but, I know. But sometimes I want to be this pointed about a little peek behind the, the curtain. That will be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> so they, there's a lot of craziness and zaniness, and they run around getting killed, and then eventually... Should we reveal who the killer is? Please do. It is Cassidy's boyfriend. What? Who will do anything to protect her, including murder? But that's people. But that's
0: the one person who it would hurt our hero in most if it turned out that that was the killer. And
1: yet it does.
0: <laughs> dun dun dun.
1: And they have to fight their way out. Her and Megan's sister and Ellie the nerd in a burning down sorority house mm-hmm. uh, to escape this monster of a guy uh-huh. who did this and they do who and they also, do at the end
2: who was, who was also the valedictorian he was also the
1: valedictorian out. that's true he Which gave, a, why speech, he's so good at he gave a speech he gave a speech about how people will be judged by the company they keep at the graduation and he realizes that his girlfriend keeps company with bitches as he yeah. says he did say now that. it's
0: unlikely in general that a valedictorian is a killer However, it is more likely that a valedictorian is a, like a criminal mastermind like this guy. Yeah, right. I guess. Apparently is. I mean, he devised these uh, tire iron-based weapons. And, uh, and his
1: cunning traps. Uh-huh. A game of cat and mouse. Yeah,
0: where he would text people and tell them to go places.
1: And then they would. <laughs> and and he,
2: would, he also He you know had the brilliant idea to wear the, the robe. That conceals him, but is also the graduation robe that everyone is wearing because it's graduation week.
1: Ironic, kind of. Not, I'm not really sure that's irony, but uh, again,
0: like I know you, what you did last summer, where the killer is dressed up as a fisherman
1: yeah, in a fishing village. The exactly. Gorton's fisherman, particularly, yeah. I think.
0: I'm not sure well, that. I don't think that he specifically would, like looked at a, g- 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 a Gordon.
1: I assume there's uh, a scene where
0: the, where the killer like,
1: picks up a package of fish sticks and is like, "Hmm, I found the answer I seek." <laughs>
0: A package of fish sticks gets thrown through his window late at night, (laughs) and he's like, I Uh, I shall become a fish stick. No, wait, that's stupid. (laughs) Teen teen
1: murderers are a superstitious and cowardly lot. (laughs) They will fear me if I'm a fisherman. Uh, Uh, But uh, as the movie goes on, the characters seem to become more and more blasé about the murders that are being committed, until by the end, uh, Jessica and Cassidy rush into a, a a bathroom to escape the killer they pull across the shower curtain, and the body of their friend Megan is hanging there, and it's almost half rotted away. Yeah. It's just a skeleton. Desiccated. One of her eyeballs is still in it. It's the, and it's disgusting. And Jessica goes like, "She looks terrible." And they don't even, <laughs> yeah. they don't aren't even interested. Like at that <laughs> point,
0: and it's no, but it, it's also
1: like this weird ADR
0: like thing. Like it's like this just like tossed in. It's like watch out for snakes. So like that MSPK <laughs> in, thing. In Egon, yeah. It was like okay, we got to joke this up a
1: little and <laughs> post. It's weird, This they very. It feels like they wanted to, this to be like a Jennifer's body type thing, where everyone fest. and everyone's got like a sharp zinger, mm, and there's right. a lot of like you know.
2: Although that didn't really kick in until the last third of the movie. Like the first two thirds, I don't think they were doing a whole. Except lot of for that. Chugs. Well, Chugs Except for like Chugs. Chugs always had but that. But once
1: Chugs died, I feel like everyone had to pick up the pace. Mm.
3: I don't know. Right the off the bat. Off.
0: One of the characters is like, oh, you know, having sex, like having sex with the roofies, you, like, you get to have sex and a good night's sleep. Oh, and right. it's like, oh, it's, ha ha ha. ha rape. It's Chugs who says that. Yeah. You know?
2: And there was another, there was another rape. There It's, was not, the, really, it's also, not really
0: like Heather's level. Of,
2: no, it's not exactly. Chugs also great line. It's not exactly, it's
1: the, not exactly the Lady Eve level <laughs> witticisms. Chugs' other great line of, I, I don't want to play a game of find me, rape me. Yeah, that's right. When her therapist that she gets <laughs> prescription drugs from. She walks into his house. He's He's, apparently fucking
0: everyone. He's Dr.
1: Rosenberg. That's all we know about him. She walks into his bedroom (laughs) and he's handcuffed to the bed and he goes, My last patient left early, but we could always finish off where my last session ended. And he offers her prescription drugs and she goes, Okay. And then, like, No, she
0: doesn't say okay. She's like, Fine. uh, Fine. Like, she's like, Just another depressing. Uh, transaction of sex for drugs in the <laughs> life of chugs <laughs>
2: you know? that's chugs da-da-da.
1: but that's before uh the therapist dies for some reason and uh yeah he gets it he gets the, and that the first but, tire and that leads actually. to the best scene in the movie yes, in my absolutely. opinion absolutely Concur. which is chugs's death scene
0: Well, describe it, why don't you?
1: Chugs has picked up a bottle of alcohol uh, from a table. Mm, Sounds delicious. And while she's waiting for the therapist to come out and have sex with her in exchange for drugs, this is a movie that was made. (laughs) Uh, This is a movie for entertainment, and uh, she's lying down. Probably. Yes. Well, it's rated R. That's the thing. I was reading up a little bit before before the beforehand about this because i didn't know that much about it mm-hmm. and apparently they were thinking of making this a pg-13 movie and then decided to go all the way and make it an r movie Rated which is r. why mm-hmm. which that, is why we see sister movie Phone. which welcome. is why we see a very small amount of nudity and they say the f word a couple times
0: I, it's not that small i would say for a modern horror film there's a fairly substantial amount of nudity but for
1: a horror film in general
0: for a horror film in general no but i mean that's encompassing such a <laughs> So such such
1: uh, gro- grotesque and wonderful highs in the <laughs> 70s and 80s. Oh, but anyway, so she's waiting for Dr. Rosenberg to show up to have sex with her for drugs. And uh, she's lying down on the therapist's couch, drinking out of this bottle. And then the killer appears over her and seems to, with the, seems to take the tire iron and slam it against the end of the bottle. Yeah. So that it com- gets shoved down her mouth into her throat. Then slams it again so it gets pushed even farther <laughs> into her throat. And... Uh, what happens after well, that?
2: And you he, see the liquid is then like like, pouring into her mouth, and then he hits it again, and then like the bottle blood. Cracks. Cracks. Yeah. The bottle cracks and kind of fills with
3: blood. But it's yeah. such
1: a ridiculous death yeah. scene, and it's so much more – that moment is so much more horrifying than I expected anything in the movie to be. So. Yeah.
2: No, it was, it was good. It was definitely they, – they got points for that.
0: Yeah, I mean in, in general, one thing that the movie seemed to take a little care of was the death scenes. Yes. I mean, there was that, you know, there was the guy who was going down a dumbwaiter and was stopped by the uh tire iron, iron going in right in front of him and then it slowly shifted up so another prong of the tire iron would uh, pierce his throat. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there
1: the one the the flare gun death was a little lame.
0: It was it was a little lame, but it was it, it got a few points for being in a bunch of like bubbles. So what you would see was this person being yanked under these uh this this huge mass of bubbles uh they had a cable tied to their leg basically and they got yanked under and it looked like the beginning of jaws where the woman gets yanked under by the shark right
1: if jaws had took taking place in a big bubble bath uh-huh. if someone had dumped some
2: mr bubble in the sea <laughs> the original script of jaws did take place in a bubble really bath. Yeah. i didn't realize that <laughs> when I we went, gotta shut down this bath no it's the big season
0: and in the benchley novel <laughs> yeah, that's right
2: <laughs> He was a um, big
0: proponent of bubble baths, but
2: I but I do think it was disappointing. Like Chugs was the first <laughs> of the girls to go, and her nickname was Chugs, and she literally died, you know, chugging yeah the mm-hmm. bottle. And so it, it's just sort of it feels like they missed something. They could have nicknamed you, all the, the you wanted people.
0: to be more of like a seven scenario, yeah. You know, where everyone was. Oh, like, everyone's hoisted by their own petard. Exactly.
1: Yeah, where was the petard hoisting? <laughs> there was no petard
2: hoisting. That's
1: the point. A lot of it. petards went unhoisted in this yes. film. Yes.
0: There was one uh, petard at the beginning of the movie. There that was had a petard. petard flap open, and there were <laughs> Well, n- that was the. N- n- it, on a trampoline. It, it,
1: it opens in this huge sorority party at this sorority house. It's There must be 7,000 people at this party. Approximately. And there are, is a trampoline in the middle of the foyer uh, with. <laughs> girls jumping on it and they're in long underwear with the with the flaps in the back hanging open yeah. and i and there's something really hilarious about it because it's like see nudity but at the same time they're wearing like prospector under like <laughs> yeah. long underwear you know the least maybe the least sexy garment that's ever been worn under clothing well but True. it's not
0: let's let's make it clear though it's not like bright red woolen <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, no. like you weren't going to mistake underwear. them for Walter Brennan it wasn't quite <laughs> no, like, i extreme. don't know I mean, these were like these were basically just like pink onesies yeah. with like an opening in the back. I yeah.
1: guess I still think, I think it was funny, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But um, Eric, you look like you have
0: something you want to
2: say. No,
1: I actually don't. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I mean, there is. Well, that isn't, was a dead end. There guys. isn't too. I mean, the movie is very poorly directed.
2: Oh, it's very uh, po- yes,
1: or very shot. poorly shot. I guess you could say. Uh,
2: well, I think it's interesting because I actually think, in a way, it's shot. Well, it's just it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's very, it's very handheld and very, like, you know, jumpy, which theoretically could create tension, except that it's not directed that way. The characters are all standing still. It's just the yeah. camera that's
0: moving. Well, and I give it credit at least on the sense that it's – while it's handheld, it's handheld in a uh, uh, a non-crazy way, if that makes sense. Right. Like, it's not doing that thing that I really hate. In all uh, modern horror movies, we're like, okay, if we like make it look like the shutter speeds really screwed up, or if we do like oh, random see. flashes of light and like just like really and quick they had cuts.
1: they had like one moment of slow motion in the beginning, and then they didn't do that they didn't do that very much, which <coughs> yeah, I mean, which gets overdone a lot. It was it
0: was much, it was a more classic mode of filming than most uh, <coughs> Excuse me. horror movies today. Reasonably. It's just that. The problem was they would shoot, like, half of a face or just a person's midriff, and you'd you, be like, right. where is everyone in relation to everyone else? Yeah, who
1: is this? Well, and I um, I forgot to mention the other best scene in the movie, as far as I'm concerned, which is uh, Carrie Fisher's fight scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was very good. Yes. Well, any
0: movie you can say that about Carrie Fisher's fight scene, you can use those, those words. Well,
2: she show- to set it up, she shows up back – I mean, she we see her in the beginning, and then she disappears for a good 40 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, and she and shows- they probably had,
1: like – a day of shooting with her, right? You know, but they like she had to prepare for her show off uh, her her Broadway one man show, one woman show actually. they When it's a woman, they call it a one woman show. Really? Yeah. When did they start that? Women's lib. <laughs> All right. It seems like it'd be the opposite. <laughs> yeah, that's. I really? mean, well, oh, one well, person one, show. Yeah, one actor. Oh, show, one level. person. Well, act Yeah. Right. One right. thespian. We're, we're on show. a slippery slope, fellas. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she just dis- Ladies, disappears. write in and tell
0: us what you're, na- you're <laughs> calling you prefer- your, <laughs> your stage pieces. <laughs> your solo <laughs> stage pieces. Yeah. But so she
2: she's like left them to have the house on their own. That's the tradition because they're seniors. They've just graduated. The senior girls get to free reign of the house. For one day. For one night. And so she comes back and they've, of course, had a giant party and trashed the place. Now, yes, a few people have been murdered in it. But I don't think Carrie Fisher knows she that. She doesn't at this know point. that yet. No, yeah. and she
1: shows up with a shotgun, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pump action shotgun. Yeah, yeah,
0: and then I'm she sure. immediately uh, she pops one of her charges in the nose with <laughs> she, that yeah, shotgun.
1: Yeah, she she hits Jessica in the face with the butt of it. Right.
0: I mean, granted, oh, Jessica has an axe that she almost swings at sh- Carrie Fisher. She does
1: swing it at Carrie Fisher, she just misses her.
0: Yeah. But why she has a shotgun in the first place? A <laughs> little and, unclear. And
1: then she goes to the kitchen, and the killer is stalking her, and she's just blasting away with this shotgun, and she has like a million rounds in it.
0: Well, you and have she, to think that, like, I guess Carrie Fisher, like, on her weekend away from the sorority house, she was down at the shooting range. I mean, that's how she gets at her. Or aggression. she's a hitman or something. Or <laughs> yeah, that could be. Oh wow! I want to see that movie. Yeah, but but also
2: we should mention sorority it, hitman. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that, when you watch these movies, have your cliche checklist, uh, they did have a few great ones. One in that scene where her uh, her shotgun, of course, you know she's shooting like crazy, and then it finally jams at the moment when the killer is when, right coming her. at her. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and she almost gets it done in time, but not quite. There was also earlier in the movie there was uh, a, a girl in a basement with a flashlight, and the flashlight, of course, starts you know getting dim. Yeah, which I've never actually seen that happen that way where it gets a little bit dim and then you shake it and you get a little bit and then it go and then it just
1: dies completely have you ever had that? I think I may experience? actually have had I, that. I don't remember. but I
0: mean, I don't carry around flashlights a lot.
1: But that's also she's in the basement of a sorority house, and she finds like a <laughs> corner of hell in it. Like just there's, she she finds a place where it's all lit red, and there it's, it's you know they make it look like there's flame going on somewhere. Like maybe she's reached just the hot water heater or the boiler, but it looks like there's like a blast furnace or a or yeah. a foundry like in the basement of this <laughs> sorority house. Now, Eric, you said that you worked with Carrie Fisher on, like, a Lifetime movie. Uh, it was Oxygen, true? actually.
2: Oxygen. I did.
1: Uh, what was it
2: called? It was called Romancing the Bride. I actually, oh, okay. I did three movies for Oxygen. Uh, I had a little stretch where that, that was what I was doing. Um, and I just I – I actually I played a uh, a
1: Mexican hotel worker. <laughs> it took place in Zuckerman. Mexico. Yes. <laughs> you following uh, Eli Wallach no... in the the tradition of Jewish guys playing Mexicans? yes well, that was my motivation certainly <laughs> uh but no, it, it took place in Mexico it was a um
2: uh, I spoke no English in the mo- i mean I, I had one line basically that was in uh
1: in Spanish actually what so yeah uh and leave it to yo that's what it was. Leave it to me, but in oh, Spanish. Oh, interesting. Because you said your line and the, right, the other thing was, leave thing. it to me. But no. They're different.
2: <laughs> I don't always say this. Leave say our, uh, I'm not. I'm not Schwarzenegger. Like, it's not like I have a catchphrase. <laughs> I thought
1: that's your catchphrase. Leave no. it to me.
2: No, that's not. There was one line and one thing.
1: Everyone was waiting at home when Dan was like, can you say your line in John Adams? Everyone was oh, like, man.
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And then yeah. when you said it, these, they went,
0: yeah. I have all these leave it to me t-shirts with your face <laughs> on it that I was going to give out as prizes. Wow. Uh,
2: no. Uh, but yes, yeah, she was. She was actually. She was great. She played the the mother of the bride, and um, I had a little bit of interaction with her. Not a whole lot, but uh, you know, she's a character. But she was great. Character Fisher. Didn't you? <laughs> nice.
1: Didn't <laughs> you know, see? No. Oh really? I and mean, did you meh. hand
0: yeah. her the script for Sorority Row? <laughs> <laughs> I asked something that I think you. be No, but for. actually thinking
2: about it, because I was, he's her agent. <laughs> yep, I, I was. <laughs> I was saying, you should really be a house mother at a sorority where things go crazy. But if that happens, bring a shotgun.
0: Well, this leads into the other question I was going to ask you, which is... uh, Now, you work, aside from acting, you work in casting. Yes. Now, watching this film, what were the big casting mistakes? How would you have cast things differently?
2: You you can't look at it... I mean, you know, not to deflect your question, but that's sort of an unfair way to look at anything. I, I personally, I think a lot of people say a movie is badly cast when the reality is that it's just badly written mm. like i don't i mean they were certainly archetypes they were certainly different girls mm-hmm. you one know. of them was asian so exactly that's... which stood out a and little they bit. all had large chests but uh-huh. nah. different kinds of large chests. yeah yeah i guess so uh no i think i mean this kind of movie you, you know i don't know the the, uh, the casting didn't bother me per se okay. i don't know that's sort of an evasive answer i suppose there's just so little... I mean, there's so little to... The thing is, there's nothing to this movie. There was no, like... I mean, we were joking about it watching, like, a little at the beginning that that the Chugs character seemed to be... I thought she was bulimic. Uh, this is why I thought her nickname was Chunks. Or Chucks. Cause <laughs> Chucks, she, yeah. Because she threw up. She was kissing a guy. And he he's like, you taste like vomit. And her response was, yeah, I just threw up. But I took a mint, so you're okay. Uh, <laughs> which he didn't... Uh, he didn't then go through with it. I liked that moment because yeah. she's
1: – he's like a freshman and she's – and they're in the kitchen of the house and she's kissing him and says, you taste like throw up and she says blah, blah, blah. And then she sits on the tile and she's like, oh, I forgot to wear underwear. It's cold here. Will you warm me up? And he's like, uh, I'm kind of grossed out by yeah. this. and And like I liked that there was one character in the movie <laughs> who wasn't like yeah. – I'm, uh, this is what i do as i have sex this is uh, all about no, college like, yeah you're reprehensible <laughs> like i'm gonna have some standards here chugs
2: but we did not we did not follow that guy
1: i kind of wish the movie had been about him yeah um and 30 years later when he realizes oh
2: i could have had sex with that girl why didn't
1: i do that <laughs> right.
2: oh that would be interesting
0: later on yeah he's but, in, he's, he's happily in a, in a relationship but he's still kind of like oh man i should have i should have should have been crazier when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And it's a wistful character study.
1: And then he's like, well, she's dead. I can't have sex with her uh-huh. anymore. She got killed in that horrible manner. <laughs> Remember <laughs> On that? On Sorority Row. Well, that's that the thing. Weird. The end of
3: the
0: Guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, that guy wouldn't go to
0: that party, right? <laughs> the right? end
1: of the movie, they've rebuilt the sorority house that burned down. And it's right. like the next year, and there's a big party again. And it's like... Did, we, did nothing get learned from the sorority the massacre well, that that's took place? Well,
0: that's the moral of the film. That's the, it's right. an indictment of the Greek system. It, it, it <laughs> certainly it is. It certainly yeah. is. You mean
1: <laughs> democracy? <laughs> yep.
0: No, there... I is. mean, uh, uh... Socratic dialogue? <laughs> I mean anal sex is what I'm talking oh, about. Okay.
2: okay. is shocked. What?
0: <laughs> Jaw dropped open. Girl?
2: Uh, <laughs> Flophouse Blue. But no, it ends with the, the girl who's the daughter of... Uh, the, the daughter. The sister. Sister, daughter. Uh, the, th- I had a Chinatown thing. I couldn't... Spoiler alert. Two apart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, to anyone who hasn't seen
2: Chinatown. Sorry. Ghost sorry. Rider in theaters now.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, but the sister of Megan, who's the one killed at the beginning, becomes a character. She shows up later and it is supposed to, I guess, be a red herring that maybe yeah. she's the killer. You're supposed to think she's the Even killer. Even though she's like... I don't know. Like she weighs pounds. like... Yeah. 80 pounds and... If it if it came out that she was the one killing these people, you'd just be like, "What? That's insane! She could never actually do that." Yeah, yeah. but she wasn't. No, but she was bitchy. Uh, but it does it ends with her having joined the sorority in the new house, the sorority that killed her sister, and also where she almost died in a fire and by tire iron. Yeah, and yet she's there with feathered hair, uh, partying up,
1: partying with the other Theta Pies. Yeah, mm-hmm. Theta Pie is the sorority. So, and then there's a last shot.
3: Which implies Uh-oh.
1: that another character from the movie, the crazy brother Garrett, who you thought had been had slit his own throats and then been hit by his slit his wrists and then got hit by a car. Well, you didn't think that those things did happen. You saw it happen <laughs> on screen, but you thought he was dead as a result. Right, yes, but that he is uh, back. Right, as one of the gardeners working at the new sorority house.
2: And it's really not that so much of a surprise. it sets it up for sorority road two. It was not that yeah. much of a surprise that, that he wasn't dead because the one thing the girls were not very good at was uh, making sure that people were dead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Megan ultimately was but they weren't all that sure that she was. Well, and they also
0: th- weren't good at um, watching people who were only pretending to be dead <laughs> yeah, because at the true. beginning they're all like, okay, well, let's all turn the, our our backs on our sorority sister who's was pretending to be dead and walk off pretending to look for... Sharp rocks to dismember the body, which is absurd. Yeah, uh, and it's like, oh, well, we'll leave the distraught guy behind with the body, and then we'll just turn our backs.
1: Have fun. Next thing you know, he plunges a tire iron into her chest. Yeah, to let the air out of her lungs, so that she won't float to the top of, I assume, water. But then they throw her into a dry well. <laughs>
3: there's
1: really yep. no reason. There's, there's also like there are certain points when the movie just decides that it's not going to care anymore. Yeah, like uh, Cassidy is going is being lowered into the hole that they dropped the Megan's body in to see if she's still there. And she gets, and the chain that they're lowering her on breaks and she falls to the ground and she sees that on the wall in blood, it says theta pi must die. Which shows a lot of commitment on the part of the killer, by the way. Yeah. Well, he was the valedictorian. Okay. Good point. And, uh, (laughs) and uh, he goes all out a for effort. uh, Oh, sure. And then it's like, I don't remember—I missed if there was a line that was like, well, we've got some rope. Like, she's just stuck at the oh, bottom yeah, of the well. Yeah. Cut to the next scene. The, they walk back into the house. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. did she climb out? What happened?
2: I think she climbed out. That's my thought. I mean, I have my own—there are there gaps that I fill with my
1: own— To be yeah. fair, Elliot, would the movie have been better if we saw her climbing out on a rope? I think the Perhaps. movie might have been better if they had to deal with the fact that she was at the bottom of a well and there was a killer after them. Yeah. Listen, that could have been the whole movie. Listen, right there. if the wind I've up got a
0: movie co- for you, it's called The Ruins.
3: You can watch that film. <laughs> if
1: the Wind Up Bird Chronicle can have its main character at the bottom of a well for like a hundred pages, spoiler alert. He, he, <laughs> I, okay, <laughs> then. Well, Bring your
2: Murakami fans. This spoiler one, alert. Yeah,
1: Haruki Murakami wrote Serati Row, right? Oh, <laughs> That's why there was a cat in it named Yeah. Nib- <laughs>
0: He did a, an uncredited polish along with the...
1: That's why the characters spend that... so much time making pasta and doing their laundry. <laughs> well,
2: it's also why the movie doesn't That's make That's for all you Murakami sense. fans. Because he did a polish on it, but he did it in Japanese, oh, and they never
0: translated it. Oh, I getcha. Well, we should uh, wrap yeah. up our discussion. We have been talking for a while. We had a lot more to
1: <laughs> say about Sorari Roe than I thought we would. Hmm.
0: You always feel that way. <laughs> You're right. You always <laughs> think that there's nothing to be said about a movie, and then uh, then the tape
1: starts rolling. And the words yeah, just we record come on tape. <laughs> yes. Dan has a dat machine. <laughs> We're actually <laughs> taping over a mixtape that Dan made. <laughs> He's got... So, so you might hear li- little bits of uh, Tears for Fears or... Yeah. Uh, uh, the string cheese incident i'm glad that uh, you podcast listeners should feel
0: good <laughs> that i'm recording over my treasured memory that's right he's got a he's
2: got a circa 1987 boom box mm-hmm. and he's got the record and play button pressed together <laughs> he has to hold them down with his fingers
1: though right they don't stay down anymore
0: yeah all right all right
2: but so- we're
1: speaking into the tiny microphone slits <laughs> on the side of the boom box <laughs>
0: The uh, What we do now is we render our final judgments before. Uh, God. <laughs> before consigning Sorority Row to the trash heap of Flophouse episodes. <laughs> and uh, the categories are: was this a good, bad movie, a bad, bad movie, or a movie that you actually enjoyed in some way? And uh, I'm going to give you time to stew on that, Eric.
1: And I'm going to go to stew. Ellie. Stew. See,
2: he can't. He can't. She not can get bring Stewart up Stewart off Stewart. Off his Stewart.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait. So, so it's my turn. You. Oh, You're you know what? I um, I don't think I'm gonna go as far as to say this is a movie I actually liked a little bit. But I maybe it's just that my mind has been ruined by all the really terrible movies we watched before this one. But I'm gonna upgrade it from bad bad to good bad. There were a couple okay kills in it. It went by very quickly. Uh, there's a lot of cleavage in it. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to Whiteout. This was a nonstop thrill ride. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's just that this is coming after a couple movies in a row that were like not that were really mind vaporizing. But I'm going to give this good bad status. Yeah, wow. Eric, do you want to weigh in?
2: Um, yeah, I well, so those are my three categories.
0: Uh, I uh, or you can abandon them. We I may really abandon
2: own. them a little bit just because I, I think that it is it is a I would put it in that category of it is exactly what you expect it to be, no better, no worse. Like, I always sort of hope those movies will be better than I think they are, but mm-hmm. realistically, this is exactly what I expected it to be.
0: See, where I'm going to differ with you is I've seen enough bad movies that I can say that this is actually better than I expected it to be. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I feel that way, too. Um, I mean, just because, like, it's I feel still like, crappy. <laughs> yes, but so many modern horror, uh, especially, like, teen horror remakes, are completely boring. Um they don't they don't offer any sort of like Yeah, movie like prom night. Yeah. Something. They don't offer any sort of disreputable thrills. Like what I have to say about this movie is to me it straddles uh a movie I kind of enjoyed and a a good bad movie hmm. simply on the basis of it seeming to want to be trashy. It's like making a few stabs in that direction. Stabs. Mm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. wordsmith with ladies uh, snap them up with the kills and the <laughs> cleavage and the uh, some nudity and the just like silly like attempts of being like goofy and, and there were some real humor. like over-the-top moments that yeah. were kind of there fun were.
1: there definitely were it, it, was- it had like it's a movie where they like the characters have gone all through all the stuff and yelling and then it ends with them like walking away from the burning house in slow-mo while some kind of like you know girl pop Power yeah. anthem plays in the background I think yeah. if
2: they had just if they could have just cut like ten minutes off of it and just moved it faster, well that's I think the it problem.
1: Been, yeah there should have been, been less really entertaining. less talk and more the entertaining yeah, stuff actions. is uh,
0: you know between it's buffered by long scenes of people talking to each other and saying absolutely nothing, yeah so. it's
1: like a video game that has really long like scenes between the levels cut scenes yeah cut scenes, and you're like, I don't really care like what samus mm-hmm. aaron's father is doing right now like we could just i'll just shoot more metroids you know mm-hmm.
2: uh i don't understand either <laughs> that's for I'll... all the listeners that don't get what you're talking
1: about Metroid, so, really? one of
0: the most popular video game series ever
1: metroid okay well how about this i don't really care what yoshi is up to i just want to fight more bowsers how about that yeah Fight more Bowsers? <laughs> yeah, you know the Bowser family. Okay, <laughs> I, was, I thought you know maybe some Koopas,
0: some Goombas, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Th- that Super Mario Brothers. Yes. yes.
1: Okay. Oh, we found a way. Okay, of- I, saw hold the on
2: this. I saw the movie. I saw the movie. I <laughs> <laughs> really, that's
1: how you know the characters. I don't, she wanna, saw I don't the care. Movie. <laughs> how about this? I don't care what uh,
0: Ms. Pac-Man is up to right now. Oh, I know this one. I just want to eat more power pellets. Asteroids.
1: Okay. No. no. <laughs> All right.
0: We're moving on. Uh, you know
1: what? I don't really care what these Pongs are doing. I just want to Pong more Pong. <laughs> I feel like I should know that one. <laughs> Give me a minute.
0: <laughs> All right. So this is the uh, letter section. This is my now, favorite part. We have a final few um, entries in the Give Dan a Hook competition. And I want to say some, some listeners have discovered it already. I've put up a poll on the website uh to find it <laughs> p-o-l-l <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know why
2: i found it funny there's something is
0: laughing so childishly <laughs> there was <A> P-O-L-L. <laughs> I put up a giant was... erect penis
2: it's <laughs> 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 the way you emphasized it
0: snap I've, him up ladies <laughs> i put a poll on the um on the website <laughs> That people can vote on um, their be- their favorite suggestion for my uh, hook to make me more a more memorable member of the Flophouse House. Because team. as we've
1: noted many times on the show, Dan is the uh, Leonardo or the Cyclops of the group. Mm-hmm. He is the necessary leader, holds us together, inspiring, noble, unmemorable, nobody likes not, him.
2: Not thrilling. Aww. As so, opposed to... I, I, yeah, yeah. I already have a catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. it to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, in one episode, you become, in, in, have more of a hook than Dan does. <laughs>
0: So um, I'm going to – it's already on the website, but I'll put a link in this show's notes, too. uh, And whatever gets the most votes, the person who uh, made that suggestion will get fabulous prizes. But Mm. anyway, uh, some last-minute suggestions from Ben, last name withheld. Hmm. Um, In the quest for Dan's hook, I think Dan (laughs) should –
1: Wait. Right away, I'm watching that movie. (laughs) The The quest quest for for Dan's hook. Four
0: adventurers will join forces. I think Dan should turn to his secret weapon. I happen to know that Dan does a good imitation of Sir Michael Caine, star of stage and screen. It's true. It is true. My thought is that his hook could be rendering the final judgments in the style of various Michael Caine characters. Thrill, as Alfie Elkins calls Powder Blue, derivative claptrap. Wonder as Jack Carter trashes from Justin to Kelly for its terrible art direction. Dad, keep from wetting yourself, as Alfred Pennyworth deconstructs Bratz to the clickening. The possibilities are endless and will further further cement Dan's place in the Podcast Hall of Fame in construction now in Pierre, South Dakota. Uh, P.S. Stewart left out the highest form of comedy in his criticism of the ugly truth, the animal double take. I trust this will be (laughs) rectified. Oh, I'm sure Stewart has much to
1: say on the animal double take.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, Ben was l- scooped a little by Ashley, who, who also put in Michael Caine as an alternate to her mm. mournful sighing. But uh, mm. I want to bring up this Michael Caine thing <laughs> because... Your,
1: your hook is either an imitation of Michael Caine or mournful sighing. <laughs> <laughs> um, a- Eric, you and I hosted a couple
0: of comedy shows as Michael Caine and Bob Hoskins. Yes, I did. I, I saw
1: one of those.
2: I uh, Yeah, I uh, played bob hoskins you played michael kane which mm-hmm. makes sense because we're talking about your your michael kane impression
0: yeah which i feel like i sort of slipped as i was reading but
2: uh yeah i haven't done i honestly i don't think i've done uh my hoskins since we last did it which is a couple of
0: years ago yeah and uh, we didn't prep a picture, anything this is probably not going to happen if you're no, thinking no,
3: they're no, going well, to paint it.
0: a picture for the listeners it was a lot of uh us making fun of each other's film choices it was. And character as in like uh well, you should, you should know Super Mario Brothers because I'd always be <laughs> I, I like, oh, did you learn that when you were on Super Mario Brothers with John Leguizamo? <laughs> that particular style of acting that you were employing right now. And it would go, go on like right, that. Right,
2: and then I would respond in some way like, Huston's, uh, <laughs> about the swarm. Yeah, or, sure. uh, Jaws the Revenge. Jaws the Revenge.
1: Um, Cider House Rules. No, that's
2: actually, it's a quality film. Well, we could argue it later. <laughs> we could, but I'm not <laughs> sure that it would go well. But no, we also we invented a holiday in those shows, which oh, I we? was very proud
0: of. Oh because I... we
2: held we, we hosted a uh a a July fourth show, but it was July fifth. a holiday. 5th, oh. But it was July fifth, and so we, we made it Good Riddance Day. Yeah. Which was a British mm. holiday. <laughs> 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 they celebrated. <laughs> Good riddance to the Americans, mm-hmm. and I probably am now like Homeland Security is going to be all over me for saying this. Oh game. yeah,
1: they listen to Gerard Butler and Homeland Security. <laughs> oh, the only no, people who listen think... to
2: this
0: podcast, well, especially because your uh, hook for me is that I hate uh... <laughs> <laughs> that
1: you're a terrorist, basically. Yeah. Oh, no, oh no, no, that you're an That's anti-government. Not... My hook for good Dan night. that I've suggested is he's an anti-government gun nut militia member That's... who loves. He lives in a cabin. He put he <laughs> he loves the anarchist cookbook. He not puts out a true. he puts out a newsletter called the not Golden true. Eagle. I'm not sure that's a
0: hook. All right, we're running out of time, so I'm going to speed through the rest of this. Um, Brendan, last name with hell, says, I didn't realize the Give Dan a Hook contest was still going, but since it is, uh, here's my entry. Dan's hooks should be hooks. (laughs) Literal hooks. (laughs) Dan can be the guy who has hooks for hands, a la Harold Russell from The Best Years of Our Lives. Think about it. Mechanical hooks will win Dan loads of sympathy and possibly even an honorary Oscar. Plus, think of all the sound effects possibilities. Is that a serial killer at the window? Nope. Just Dan's hook scraping <laughs> along a chalkboard. Sometimes the best ideas are the most obvious. This is one of those times. Make Dan's hook hooks.
1: That's not a bad one. He was Hoop. the only man to win two, win two Academy Awards in one year for the same role. That is mm. true. Which is, I was going to say, what, what's the guy's name
2: who wrote this in? Uh, Brendan. Bren- last Brendan, name withheld. Brendan withheld. Uh, the last name's like the middle name, right? So it's Brendan withheld. With yeah, yeah, his yeah, name. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I... Uh, yeah, he's just, I feel like he got it a little bit wrong, implying that Harold Russell only won an honorary. No, uh, he also won he Best also Supporting won Actor. Best Supporting Actor, yes. So just, uh, and so was also that's great all in Hollywood history. He was great in Inside Moves as well, which he did not win an Academy Award for. <laughs> um, lastly,
0: <laughs> he couldn't have been that great if he didn't win an Academy Award for it. <laughs> Brian, last name withheld, said These are all the same family. Mm-hmm, they're all related. Damn it. When is Elliot going to get his best friend Anne Hathaway on the show as a guest host? (laughs) Not as if Amanda wasn't a great guest. It's just if he's going to continuously name drop Anne Hathaway. (laughs) Never do. I never have. (laughs) Anyway, I think Psy Guy Hook wins just because it gives
1: Elliot so much to work with. That's true. How is Anne Hathaway, by the way? Don't know. haven't seen or talked to her since probably my senior year, her junior year of high school. If we so, ever talked so then. you're
0: a year older than Anne Hathaway.
2: I am. Everyone's on IMDb trying to figure out how old Anne Hathaway is and then figure mm-hmm. out how old
1: you are. But They could just look up how old <laughs> I am on IMDb because I'm right there.
2: Ooh, I've on IMDb. <laughs> thing. Or Wikipedia. You're on mm-hmm. Wikipedia?
1: Yeah. With your age? I mean, it says what year I was born. Well, that... Yeah, that's So Elliot's
0: one up on you, because I'm you're not. just on IMDb. I'm on IMDb, but I don't have my age on IMDb. Actually, a lot of
1: today at the office was spent, we figured out the IMDb fame tracker system, or star tracker, whatever it is, and we were seeing who in the writing staff is more famous than who else in the writing staff. Oh, I thought you were
0: going to say that you were going to game the system to make you all much more famous. No,
1: no way. We were just trying to see who's famous. Okay. I was in right in the middle of the writing staff.
0: Huh, that,
1: that sounds about right. Probably yeah. because
2: of the Flophouse.
1: Maybe It oh, could be Gerard Butler probably gave you
2: a bunch of, of good reviews He good, puts a lot of yeah.
1: comments on the page Yeah, yeah Exactly
0: So guys uh, <laughs> We should make our recommendations quickly Of movies that we've seen recently And actually enjoyed oh. Oh. That one might uh, watch instead of Sorority Row, say mm-hmm. Even though we kind of enjoyed Sorority Row a little bit But
1: people shouldn't watch it
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if you like, if you like trash you a lot of movies I, I, It's fine But I would recommend seeing a movie with sorority in the title from the '80s, because at least then you'll have a lot more uh, gratuitous uh, shower scenes. True.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't don't make me out to be the pervert.
1: <laughs> Someone's got to be. No. I,
2: <laughs> it's, Stuart, it's not here. I feel like you guys both gave it a a more you know more positive review than I did, and yet I'm I'm the one that would be saying, "Listen, if you think you want to see this movie, go see it because it's going to be what you know. You're going to get what you what you think you're going to get."
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. But oh, that, uh,
0: oh. I'm sure you have an old movie to recommend.
1: Sure, um, I think I will recommend uh, what I saw. I've I've a recommendation and a plug. Bump, bump. Uh, my recommendation: I recently saw the original, not the original, actually the first sound version of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde with mm. uh, Frederick March, for oh, which true. he tied for best actor with uh, the star of the Champ. Uh, Why uh, it Wallace Beery? Wallace Beery. Thank you. Um, but uh, it's a movie that has a bunch of really good scenes that are mixed in with a bunch of kind of dull talky scenes but it's a neat it's worth watching and like occasionally like skimming through the talky scenes for the scenes with him as Hyde because he's so grot like he looks like a caveman kind of (laughs) but he's still walking around London talking to people um and when the movie gets kind of violent and crazy it it gets really good and there's some neat Things that they do with the camera and neat editing things that they do, and a, a really neat fight scene at the end, especially from a, um, a movie from 31, I think, yeah. um, where it doesn't feel as stagey as a lot of movies back then. It feels like a movie from the late 30s in terms of the camera work and the way it is put together, as opposed to a movie from the early 30s. And that's probably because it's directed by Ruben Mamoulian, who was more into experimenting with what he was doing. Uh, so that's the one I'd recommend netflix that's one i recommend flixing or netflixing is that,
2: what they say? Is that the is that i
0: think so not what they
1: say. but if you're looking to see a movie in person Just let them go then uh this this episode will be up before april 7th right yes on april 7th if you're in the new york area i'll have my next closely watched film screening it's the movie kill uh, <laughs> exclamation point exclamation point kiru uh it's a japanese movie from 1968 uh and it is a ja- it is a samurai action satire um, and it's very good, and I'd recommend it. And uh, cartoonist Evan Dorkin will be joining us to talk about the film afterwards. Best known for Milk and Cheese. Milk uh, and Cheese, Dork. He just had a series recently called Beasts of Burden <coughs> about writer on uh, house pets that solve crimes. Space Ghost. hmm Coast to coast.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff.
0: Eric, do you have a recommendation? Um,
2: well, I, I I will go with the last uh, the last movie, and I, I also on 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 video I saw this or. or DVD. Um, <laughs> it's not watching I watched mine on VHS. Yeah, so, really? wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's coming back. But a uh, great movie. I'd seen, obviously, before, but I recommend anyone who hasn't seen it in a long time, uh, North by Northwest. Oh, sure. Just, I loved it. I'd always thought it was one of my favorites, and I watched it again and was, like, blown away all again. Just, when you see the movies now that are coming out that are trying to be these adventure... Sort of comedy, sort of venture, real thriller elements, and all those things, and they just don't work. Mm-hmm. This is a just such a fantastic example of how you make it all work, and a you know brilliant star turn from Cary Grant, and uh, they're all really good. At James Mason really is good. great James in Mason. that. Martin Landau is really good in that. He's saints good it's in that. It's all great, and and it's it's just amazing. It starts so quickly. Leo, Leo G.
0: Carroll. Leo G. G. Carroll's
2: very, very good in it. it. Bernard Herrmann's
1: score is really great. Fantastic. But Saul it's Bass's
0: titles.
2: Burns <laughs> <Sure>. Lehman's screenplay. <laughs> All of these things about it are great. Hitchcock's cameo, <laughs>
3: uh,
2: trying to get on the bus.
3: Uh, the
0: guy who uh, piloted the crop duster. Right, which, by the way,
2: I didn't realize this, they had an extras. That wasn't planned. Like, that plane actually crashed and blew up. That's not true.
1: (laughs) No, yeah, it was all planned. (laughs) Hitchcock was not one of those directors where something would happen and he'd go, go with it, it go with it.
2: Make it real, everybody. It was like Borat. They just sent Cary Grant out there. Cary Grant didn't know he was in a movie. Yeah, exactly.
1: They made him think that he was framed for murder and on the run (laughs) and that people thought he was a spy. And they just wanted to see what would happen. Pretty much.
0: Well, I'm going to recommend a movie that is, at best, one-eighth the thriller that North by Northwest is. Keep selling it. (laughs) So, I, well, all I'm saying is, if you if you haven't seen North by Northwest, watch that. But yes, uh, a newer movie that I watched recently that I actually enjoyed a surprising amount was A Perfect Getaway. Oh, with uh, it had uh, Steve Zahn, right? Timothy Oliphant, and Timothy Oliphant, and written and directed an by. <laughs> <laughs> and an That's elephant. right. It's an elephant. <laughs> The Timothy Elephant. was written directed by uh, David Tui, who uh, did Pitch Black, which is a movie a lot of people like, and I think it's just okay. I like Pitch Black, but um, it's no
1: Chronicles of Riddick. But,
0: <laughs> but uh, it's it, a perfect getaway. You know, it's about a couple of honeymooners uh, in Hawaii. <laughs>
1: Wait, it's the honeymooners go to Hawaii. It's about a couple of
0: honeymooners <laughs> in Hawaii who are uh, walking a, a you know a very like deserted trail to a deserted beach. And the, there's a news item about um, a couple that had been killed, and another couple is supposed to be responsible, and they encounter um, two other couples on this deserted trail, and oh my god, who's the... Is one of them so the like killers? It's like shoot to kill.
1: Oh, I saw the trailer for this. It's recently. like shoot to kill, yeah. but with couples. Yeah. And with and it, it's Ralph Bramden and his wife and Art Carney. It gets a little <laughs> too cute with like some of the meta stuff
0: about it, like... Hmm. Um, one of the characters is a screenwriter and sort uh. of, like, references certain, like, thriller tropes, but... So, shoot to Kill meets Scream. But uh, they do have a lot of fun just, like, setting up <laughs> real thriller plot points and paying them off. And uh, most movies, I feel these days, like, set up thriller plot points and then forget about them. So, it's a, it's a pleasure just to see a movie that bothers paying off on things. Well, that's good. And, uh... I mean, I guess the twist to the film... Basically in the uh, opening credits, but
1: it was still enjoyable. Even even so,
3: hmm.
1: it's a movie, and yeah. yet you liked it more than North by Northwest. No, I don't. I... You said, and I quote, and I think the listeners will back me up on this. Here's a movie that is eight times better That's than North what I by heard. Northwest. That's Absolutely, what I heard. Okay, well, while we let's let's roll back the tape and look at that. But for now, <laughs> we're gonna I'm... look
3: at the tape. That's not gonna tell us anything. I'm Dan McCoy.
1: I'm Elliot
0: Kalen. I'm Eric Zuckerman. Good night. <laughs>
1: Rich rolling tones of Dan McCoy. The rich rolling hills of Dan McCoy. <laughs> ha
2: like, Do you have a mute button for us for like
0: when we're getting? I, know, I wish. Can just go. Nope, no, he no. doesn't. But he wishes. Yeah. <laughs> I would use that on Stewart and no, Elliot. So. <laughs>